This sucks. Uh, I should be happy today. Unfortunately, things have not gone our way. And Oh, they've gone our way all right. Oh, they've gone our way all right. Be quiet, Sam. Be quiet for one second before you before you say the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, I I just want to get on with this. <laughs> and uh, real quick before we get into the game slop talk, we got to talk about underdog promo code slop S L O P. Get a one hundred dollar deposit match on to. Underdog, sign up right now. They have a Jared Goff special running right now if he gets more than one yard. Uh, they also have their $100,000 Sunday where they give out $10,000 to 10 random people on Underdog as well. If Pickens, 61 and a half total yards. They got a lot of NFL stuff on there. They also have NBA stuff. Unfortunately, they don't have any Dame or Giannis picks up on there yet, but they have NBA season stuff on there. You can also do best ball. I'm very depressed right now about all of this. We'll get into it in a second, but uh, yeah, go on Underdog and uh, and do that. Go on there, Underdog promo code slot. Okay, so we're here. Nihilus Bucks will be joining us to do a victory lap, and we are here to talk about the. I see Sam cooking up possibly. So maybe the worst take we've ever seen on the podcast. I see when he gets into his Brian Windhorse mode, I know he's about to cook something incredibly dumb <laughs> off the top of the dome right here. So Damian Lillard has been traded. Finally, uh, this was supposed to be the first day that I was going to not be doing anything related to work or just a life events. Uh, in 10 days, and here we are because, of course, it would drop on today. Dame gets traded to the Bucks out of nowhere. Uh, we just did a whole hour podcast where we didn't talk about the Bucks one time, Sam. <laughs> I don't think no. we brought them up. <laughs> no. Like, I, I could have never imagined the Bucks being the team that Dame ended up on because the thing that we said when I had Nihilus Bucks on early in the offseason – when we've talked about the Bucks, is they're fucked. They have no assets. They have no way to trade whoever's on their team or any picks and turn it into something that will keep Giannis there for his next extension. And a few weeks after we put, I believe we put them in the C tier. Sam, you wanted to put them in the D tier for their front okay. office. Yeah, correct. Uh, <laughs> and they have pulled off a trade that now gives them two top. 15 players in the NBA uh, possibly makes them the favorite in the Eastern conference and uh, almost certainly guarantees that Giannis is probably going to sign that extension. I would imagine, or at least makes it more likely. So what was our first reaction, Sam? I'll let, I know you've been stewing on something here. What was your first reaction to the trade when it came through? I was just thinking like, thank God that, the Miami Heat fans, I know they were really nervous about losing Tyler Hero um, and his trade asset. So luckily they get to watch Tyler Hero again. Tyler Hero will be back on the Miami Heat. He will be shooting the ball for them. Congratulations, Heat fans. You did it. We did it. Round they maintain the asset. That's really the big the winner asset. of this. Yeah. And that is, that is just all I'm really excited about. I mean, my reaction is, I mean – 
I mean, obviously, this is kind of a worst case scenario if you're a team with uh, Eastern Conference playoff yes. aspirations. But, um, however, I will say that uh, there is there is a little bit of downside here for the Bucks. Um, not as much as it might seem, because a lot of people are saying, "Well, those Bucks picks are going to be pretty juicy." However, if the trade assures that Giannis is going to extend, they get significantly less juicy, which is kind of the logic circle here that um well, kind of also, makes this a, a bad those uh, picks bad are in 2028 and 2029 do we know what uh the state of not to go full zach low here but do we know what the state of the world is going to be in five to six well years? i okay. mean the middle, you know, they could they, we could all be underwater the jets seem to collapse well i mean milwaukee will be the crown jewel of the great lakes imperium um sure. so you know like right, yeah. after after the third civil war i mean True. they will be one of the last yeah. bastions it will be every, every year will be will be uh nuggets bucks in the finals not because they have the two best players but because all of other society has collapsed and those are the yeah. only regions that we can live in anymore right yeah the fresh water of the lakes regions you know the, the bulls will still be around too so and they'll still be exactly as bad even though they'll only be three teams in the league <laughs> they'll still somehow have the 30 they'll still be the 30th worst team yeah see, yeah somehow team. yeah yeah um yeah i gotta say i mean I, I guess i i am pretty baffled that they went for this trade package because i mean if you step back it's like okay well they got deandre ayton they got rid of nurkic you know like that all makes sense. But then you take another step back and you realize, well, that was always going to happen. Cause for yes. some reason the Suns are silly. Like I don't yeah. know. Still don't really get what the Suns were cooking there. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I, I mean, to be honest, I I've made fun of how shitty the, the heat package is. I really did want the heat to get them. So I, to get Damian Lillard um, because it would have ruined them for five years. So that is a little bit tragic. This gives Miami a, an out to when Jimmy starts getting old this year, they'll be able to, you know, tank and get down to like the, you know, a, a top, you know, probably 10 pick this year. So, well, the thing that we're we talked about top 10 picks. Uh, and and mm-hmm. also, I just want to say the thing that we talked about last night was it makes things a bit more urgent for Miami because Miami has Jimmy at his age. And you mm-hmm. also have the case that like all of these trade assets they have, seemed much more valuable when there was a guy that wanted to go to your team and was like, Hey, trade me to this one team. And you didn't make a serious offer from what we understand. He apparently mm-hmm. even Florida state buzz, uh, who, or sports buzz, Barry Jackson, who is essentially Miami. state media. Well, Miami right. state media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know they usually stand against countries that have state media in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Jackson is firmly a part of state media in Miami. And he even said that the, the heat never re up their offer. They never topped an offer that was made by either the bucks or whoever made an offer. They never sent a final one from what I understand. If I'm, if I'm to believe what was was saying on Bill Simmons podcast and what other people have floated out there, the final offer was something like the Tyler Hero contract, one of those other prospects, and two first-round picks. And the Blazers probably said, fuck it, we can get more for Drew Holiday in a second trade, and then we can get these Bucks picks that we actually value in 2028 and 2029. Why do we even have to deal with Miami if they're not willing to give us something that we actually want? So... 
I mean, I, it was it was very clear that like Miami was not willing to actually like put forth a serious offer. Yeah. Even with the the seven assets theory. Like I I keep seeing the seven assets theory. The idea that Miami had seven assets to work with, and like they weren't willing to commit more than three or four. Mm-hmm. But even if they had just committed all seven, like that would have still been an underwhelming trade. We spent all summer talking about how that was going to be an un. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. If anyone's listening on audio, I'm laughing at the comment that says Toronto would simply not dangle OG Ananobi for Damian. No Lillard. dangling. No dangling. He wasn't even in the country, I heard. I heard he wasn't allowed in Canada. I gotta respect uh me, handshake, Maasai, um wasting uh wasting people over the age of 30s time <laughs> for me it's it's women that i've uh, uh dated so uh messiah god tier uh time waster yeah, messiah so, is really the hinge dude of the nba yeah he really <laughs> is he, like yeah he's uh he's seeking a, a coquettish red scare listener if anybody saw that that's his uh his bio from uh from, from earlier today i gotta say like really i i guess my thing here is i'm kind of trying to save some of the the buck stuff for when we actually have nb on the podcast here but the i, I just don't I, I am really surprised that they did this and it does seem to be it's hard to read this any other way than Joe Cronin was like, all right, you guys are going to like fuck with us, tamper target Dame. Here we go. Not only are we taking Dame out, we're also taking Giannis out. Yeah, also, yeah. you're not yeah. getting Giannis. We're ta- not only are we taking Giannis, yeah. we're making the Bucks much stronger for next season in a season that mm-hmm. is pre- pretty much do or die for the Heat. And then on top of that, more importantly to me, is the fact that like this is the second straight offseason where a team has not come with an offer that the other team deemed as a serious offer. Last mm-hmm. year was Donovan Mitchell with the Knicks. And look, that actually ended up working out fine for the Knicks. But mm-hmm. at the time, the offer was Danny Ainge didn't get the offer he wanted. So we went and found another offer and he got one from well, Cleveland that was better. Look, here's Cronin, what I will say. Cronin loaded up a bazooka full of, of dog shit and just aimed it at Pat Riley's house. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it's yes. great. It, it's perfect. Yeah. It's an it's, he. It's, it's really just good. Completely targeting the Heat here. Just just to go back to that Knicks trade, though. I mean, the the hangout point on the Knicks trade was that they wouldn't put RJ Barrett in the trade. <laughs> they well, yeah, then they in the trade. Yeah, kind of like, funny. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so like, I I'm still not sure that was the right decision. But uh, <laughs> we have a live quote from uh, the Miami uh, Herald reporter Anthony Chang, who just said. Um, Damian Lillard's agent Aaron Goodwin on Heat's pursuit of trade. They did everything they could to acquire Dame. It takes two to get a deal done. I appreciate all that Andy, Pat, and Mickey did to try to make this happen. So what is trying to tell you? On the, he's just trying to get himself fined again on the way out. What the fuck is he doing there? So Cronin basically said, no, fuck you. And in, in, rocks, man. in a way, in a way for the the Blazers, this trade is baffling (laughs) and it is understandable if Miami wasn't being serious about their offers, but I'm sure there had to be some, some level of, Hey, we're just going to take whatever the best offer we can. If we don't get your real offer by this date and Miami fucked around and found out. 
Yeah, that, so, that, that seems yeah. exactly what it was. It was a, again, the seven assets theory. Yeah, this is funny, by the way, the the, the, the Jimmy thing. But they, yeah, they Jimmy, had... Jimmy Jimmy went on Instagram live and basically said that the uh, Bucks have been tampering. Which, yeah, no, no. Honestly, said, you need to, the NBA needs to look into this Dave situation with tampering, which the uh, Miami Heat front office was like, <laughs> 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 no! Stop, 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 stop. We might lose two first anyway if they do stop. <laughs> yeah. And then Tyler Harrow quote tweeted what he said. I'm like, he's got that's got to be a little hold on. Tyler Hero quote tweeted and said yes, that. Yes, yes, <laughs> brother. Who do you up. think was the asset in the trade? <laughs> yeah, I know. He's I like, know, I want to be gone to now, Utah, brother. You were about to, you were about to be the Great White Hope in uh, oh in God. Salt Lake City. Like, what? what Jesus happened? Christ! Yeah, it, it's oh, it's God. literally it's the guy who he's sitting in a corner. It's like, how do we tell him that he was going to be the sacrifice? Sam, me and you have been talking for the last few weeks about how <laughs> shitty the East is and yeah. how it feels like you could make the argument that every one of the best teams took a step back. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think the, the Celtics are probably the most confusing about that. Like, I I could see someone making a case the Celtics got better. Sure. I don't I mean, believe yeah. that. But, yeah. you know, like, so yeah. – but I think this puts Miami pretty clearly at the top of the pecking order, at least for Milwaukee. now. Milwaukee. I mean, sorry, yeah, Milwaukee, because they just solves a lot of their problems that they had half court offense. Um, you know, they won't defend on the perimeter the same way, and they are going to be a very old team. They were the yeah. oldest team in the NBA last year. They just got older again. So, well, Drew um, and Dame are the same age, so it doesn't really it, matter. It well, but they lost Grayson they lost Grayson Allen. Allen. Yeah, but it just doesn't matter. Oh no, we're they're so getting good. away with it. Good. No, Sandwich Grayson Allen won. can't play in the playoffs. We've done this before. Oh. Sure. Well, um, neither could Drew Holiday. <laughs> that's what I'm right. saying. Like, I, I don't think. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, like, again, they'll probably be better in the playoffs. Sorry to cut you off, Dred, but they're just right. like cut me I, off. I, I, Great. <laughs> I, I, they're gonna. They're probably gonna be better in the playoffs because this is what adding top tier talent does. You know, this is what it does. But I do think it's gonna be a rougher regular season for them than some expect. You know, you got a lot of old guys. You don't have a ton of. Um, Rotate, you know, you don't have a ton of rotation players. Like, unless you get really good health luck, you know, I don't necessarily expect them to be a number one seed. That said, they are going to be very dangerous in the playoffs. And right now, I would probably pick them to come out of the East. Yeah, because if you look at the thing, even when they won the NBA title, the Bucks mm-hmm. struggled with half court offense. That was always their biggest issue. Even yeah. when they 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 got Drew Holiday, and he was supposed to be this upgrade over Eric uh, Bledsoe, and you could maybe make the argument he was, but also he shot terribly in every single playoffs that they ever played in. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he certainly him, him and PJ Tucker certainly made their defense a bit more stout on that end, but offensively drew every time we get into the playoffs, he's basically Ben Simmons with better marketing. And I feel like I'm going a little bit crazy because the bucks, even though the bucks, like you said, they, this is their last move they can really make. They have right, no but we didn't even think they had a last move. Exactly, they've wriggled themselves out of a jam that we thought was was basically yeah. They have gotten themselves back into you know, like you said, favorites in the East, at least possibly in their own tier, if not with Boston, and 
And you got to look at it like they just solved their biggest issue in the half court. Now, yes, their defense isn't going to be nearly as good, obviously. You lose Drew, Middleton's getting older. They don't have like a lockup perimeter defensive guy for sure. But also, that guy is so much easier to find than a, a top level shot creator like Damian Lillard. Like, how do you stop a Giannis Dame pick and roll? Like, you don't. I, you can't. There's no way. It's, it's just. It's harder to find a Dame than it is to find a Drew. You could find 80% of Drew in the playoffs, in the trade market somewhere else, on the fringes somewhere else, and you have taken your team from, you know, a, a team that's always going to struggle in the half court, doesn't have the shot creation and uh, pull-up three-point shooting necessary to really succeed at the highest levels, and you still have Giannis, who's one of the best help defenders in an extremely good on-ball defender as a wing guy, and you still have Brook Lopez at least for the next year, you would think is still an elite-level rim protector. And I think that this, while it might, you know, they might fucking suck in six years, the next two years, they're going to be really set up really well. And this is honestly a move that I'm not trying to say that, I, I honestly think Miami might have one more move left in the... Uh, cupboard like they might have just like another bullet they can fire but between them and the Sixers I think that those two teams are the two teams that lost out the most here because the the Sixers just all they have is the James Harden thing left and if they don't figure that out then they're going into the season with bad vibes and uh, a mismatch roster and a guy who doesn't want to be there and then Miami just lost out on a guy while Jimmy Butler's getting older and that's kind of where I feel like the Drew thing is really important. Where he ends up could end up being important for this as well. Look, I, I, my nightmare scenario now is the Heat get Levine. I saw someone say that in the comments. Why don't why why hasn't that like been a thing? Like why hasn't because they probably because they were getting Dame. Yeah, right. So they would rather have Dame. So you know yeah. maybe we'll start hearing about that now. I mean, we've heard behind the scenes that like the the Bulls would like to move on from Dame before the or sorry from Woods from Zach before the start of the year. So, you know, maybe we see as you know, this might be a domino effect. We might see, you know, a Harden and a Zach Levine move here in like the coming week. I wouldn't like bet on it or anything like that, but like I think it's probably I mean if if we know Drew is moving and from what we've already heard, the Sixers have interest in Drew, the Heat have interest in Drew. I'm sure the Clippers are going to have interest in Drew too, because the fact that they are just looking for alternatives to trading for Harden. I because, think Juan was talking about that on the timeline. Yeah, and that that those are the kind of teams that are going to go after Drew. I think Drew is is going to be overextended probably in the majority of situations that he ends up in. Maybe not the Clippers because the Clippers have two wing level, you know, stars level shot creators. With the Sixers, he might be asked to do too much. With the Heat, I'm not really sure how how the fit is there. I'm sure they'll figure something out if they do acquire him. But I, I, I I've seen a lot of people say like all this stuff about other teams, and I feel like like. People pointed out, okay, how, what message does this send to Embiid that the Sixers aren't making these all-in moves for guys like Dame, whatever? I just think that, like, at a certain point, he can recruit guys. Like, Giannis just recruited for now the, what, what was the the Drew trade three years ago? He recruited Drew, and now he recruited Dame. 
within a few years. Now, Dame didn't obviously want to end up going there, but he is going to be fine playing there. He wanted to play with Giannis for all those years. I just think that the... Slop in the chat, by the way. Okay. Ramona Shelburne reporting the Sixers are a team to watch for Drew Holiday. Yeah, and the Sixers also, Newbeck, Newbeck Mm -hmm. came out and said that the interest is real for the Sixers. And mm. if Kyle's saying that, it's definitely real because Kyle is very conservative when it comes to reporting any of this stuff. So he he said a team in the... Uh, uh, if he said that's coming from the organization is what I'm trying to say here. Someone mm. in the organization probably tipped him off that they would be interested in Drew Holiday. I don't... I, I get the fit if you're just trying to maximize the return on a James Harden trade. But whether it's such a Maury move. It's... He's a calculator guy, obviously. Drew's always one of the best analytical guys in the regular season. Uh, you know, he's still a very, very good defensive guy, but I, I kind of like it with Maxi as a backcourt. Like yeah, that's offense, I defense. Just, I mean, you still need a wing. You still do so need a wing. What's but... the, what's the trade package? So it has to be a three team. It has to probably involve the Clippers getting hard in. Yeah. So what is it, Drew? To if, the for Sigma. anyone who's listening, I'm rubbing my eyes right now because. I just am like, how many times are they going to acquire guys who fall apart in the playoffs? Like, this is literally every single year they're acquiring a new guy that is like, oh, no, he'll be the one who fixes up um, Drew shoots. Drew, they won the title, and Drew's time in Milwaukee, he shot 39% from the field in the playoffs, 30% from three, and 75% from the line. Also, he's not a true point guard. I will say the defensive fit with Maxi is really nice because you don't want Maxi guarding at point of attack next year. You would prefer to have someone like Drew. But then again, there are certain matchups like Drew's not going to do anything against Tatum. Drew's not going to do anything against Jimmy Butler. And like, those are the guys that you're going to have to play. He's probably going to have to guard up with like a, he could probably do something with Dame. Certainly now that Dame is on the box. He did I mean, that before. But, but here's, here's what I would say about that though, is it's like, what else are you getting for James Harden? Yeah, I mean that's where yeah. you're at with the yeah, like, like, that's you're, right. you're completely right. I'm yeah. just not gonna talk myself into it. But you're mm. you're you are objectively correct that Drew yeah. Holiday is the best player you can acquire the, to get for James Harden. Probably this, this is much better than what I would have thought. You know, like yeah. now there is a player option for next year, which does kind of influence Maury's you know stuff because because mm-hmm. I'm assuming he intends to play next year and then retire, right? Like that's is, that's that this is the, what he was talking about, yeah. Yeah. So that would impact the cap space, you know, like and that's Maury's that's kind of been Maury's like new plan. So that doesn't necessarily fit. That's the part that doesn't fit. But outside of that, you well, know, someone yeah. did point out in the comments, even if they acquire Drew, they would still have a max slot next offseason. Right. It's just who's the max slot next offseason at this point. But like, at, the, at the whole plan is kind of bullshit to me, to be honest. When you see teams like Miami and Milwaukee and Boston making aggressive moves and you're sitting on your hand when uh, hands, when uh, Joel Embiid is about to be 30 years old next season, that's where I'm like, the whole plan doesn't make any sense to me. And his knees are 50, but I would rather try to make at least a half measure where you get a Drew holiday or someone to fill a spot for a guy that doesn't want to be on the team. I think the Sixers are a better team with James Harden than they are with Drew Holiday. But I also think that if James Harden doesn't want to be here, they'd be better with Drew Holiday. Like, right. They're, they're, a, they're a better team with real James Harden, but fat suit James Harden is 
yeah, negative one it. players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Drew, I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see how the Drew market plays out because there's a lot of teams. Someone in the you know, someone just said the Wolves for Conley and a prospect. I don't know what young guys they could offer though for that would like interest the Blazers and Drew, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them get like one or two first round. By the way, did you realize Desir Little was in the deal going back? To I Phoenix? did. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, yeah. I don't know that he. Uh, he, he, he was he's, not good last year. He was really bad. Yeah, but was it was it like his sophomore year? Wasn't it like his sophomore no, year? He's, he did, he already got extended. He's like yeah. in his like fourth year. Yeah. Mm. Nas Little was I, I think round pick in 2019. I think. Right. Yeah. I think yeah, this it's is like, like his fifth year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I I don't think that's anything to be completely clear. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Right, I, I, I want to talk a little bit just about the other teams' returns because you you brought what that up. What the fuck is Phoenix doing? Uh, let's talk about Phoenix for a second because we'll we'll get to the Blazers. They're they're the bigger picture here, but with Phoenix, it's got to be as Bry Guy puts out. It's just to get off the Aiton contract. It's a cost cutting move. Nurkic. We talked about this last night on the podcast. Nurkic is obviously a downgrade when it comes to actually playing basketball in 2023, even if he might be the more stereotypical role player center that Aiton never wanted to be, he's like aging very fast. He's never healthy. He's looked very washed the past two seasons. We were shocked when he got that contract. And then the guys like KOC who were saying, oh, well, Phoenix's depth is crazy now. I'm like, Keon Johnson and Nas Little, look, maybe one of those guys turns into an NBA-level wing. Neither of them have really proved that they're that yet at all. They're young, but that doesn't mean anything to me. Like, if you're if you're trading away your fourth-best player and you're getting an active downgrade, Grayson Allen and two wings like that doesn't really do anything for me. Now, Grayson at least is an NBA player. Like, we all could agree that Grayson Allen's going to be at least a bench guy that provides shooting for the Suns. But he's not enough for me to do that downgrade. They need to hit on one of these wings in the trade. Like it, if anything, like people put it out, I think it was a cost-cutting move. Wait, it wasn't. It didn't. It, they went it up one point two million. Wait, what's that? They they, they actually added money in the deal. <laughs> That's they added one point two million in the deal, and like it's five million in the tax. <laughs> when you're over the ape for the second apron, adding more small medium contracts is a disaster because now you can't yeah. even you can't aggregate those anyways. Oh right. You're, yeah, you you're right because of the new rules. Right. You're just stuck with those I, I swearing's fine, right? Like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, shitty ass contracts. Like like yeah, <laughs> these are the fucking worst fucking contracts you could have. You can't even turn Let's like go. you can't even <laughs> turn eight in and some bullshit into slightly less awful bullshit or even just like yeah. normally equally awful bullshit. Instead, you've turned eight in into four steaming piles of bullshit that I was now you say. can't get rid of. I was going to say, you can't even, if the fact that you basically have to do one for ones with those trades, and we were talking about when they were doing these weird little trades over the offseason where they were doing the swaps, the pick swap trades, that eventually maybe they'll use them in a trade, but they can only attach it to, like you said, you, they can't aggregate salary. They can't trade three players. They can only trade one player at a time. Right. So, or they can trade one of these for two smaller contracts, which like 
fine. Let's turn yeah, let's somehow turn Nurkic, the wor- one of the worst, worst contracts yeah. in the league into two. This is like so you know the the bit where you start with a paperclip and you try to trade your way up to a Maserati? Sure. They've just they've done something else. They've taken a paperclip and just traded it into two <laughs> chewed pieces of bubblegum. Yeah, I was going to say they they there's I I just don't get this unless one of Nas Little or Keon Johnson becomes a legit NBA wing. Then, okay, and maybe you can can survive the Nurkic drop down a little bit more. By the way, I just saw the Gambo tweet. Gambo's tweet for anyone who's listening was, by the way, not a money-saving deal either. The Sun's salary went up $1.2 million, and the tax went up by $5 million. And to my response to that is, wait, hold on, the deal gets worse. (laughs) That's not what you think it is. It's not a tax-saving deal. It's just... A really bad deal. They just must really fucking hate DeAndre Ayton. And uh, like that must have been it. They must have been like, get him the fuck out of here. We will do anything that we can to get him out of the building, and this is the best offer we're getting. Maybe some Nurk. of these guys could turn into rotation players and Nurk will get back to his form from two years ago. When by the way, he's only twenty he just turned twenty nine. Like yeah, but that's, fact that's that he's... Balkan twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, true. Very, very good point. It's a, it's a different level of twenty. They've seen some shit. But the, the, the reason I say this is because it's not like like sometimes with these guys, like oh, if he can only get like Blake Griffin with the Nets or some of these guys, they signed with teams. Even Russ this past year, they 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 get a little bit more invigorated on a new team, sure. But like. Nurk is 29 and having washed and injury concerns, usually that ends very badly for guys who started to show this at 27 when you're Nurk size. And he signed an $18 million a year contract that everyone, no one wanted. And like Aiton, as much of a headache as he could be, he's still a solid NBA player. He's a top 15 starting NBA center. The Sun, and if he was trying, I, I, I still, I'm shamelessly, I still believe that Aiton, if he was in a place that he gave at least a shit about, he'd yeah. be top 10 center. But, like, you in the West, you need to get through Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. You need to get through Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. You probably need to get through... Like, Zion, maybe. Is, I mean, I guess... Yeah, like, sure, Zion. Uh, I mean, like, there are real, like big guys in the West that you need to be able to stick somebody in and bully. And your, your answer is Nurkic, Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah. Nurkic, I mean, I'm cooked. I, I'm recooked. They stuck me in an air fryer, reheated me and cooked me again. Nurkic. No, in fairness, on. in fairness, Aiton proved he can't do shit in, a nugget series uh and he will not be providing he will certainly not be the not that there is anything like a, a Jokic stopper but he certainly didn't do himself any favors i think that he just completely sold there but i, I do just want to bring up someone just sent dame's cousin in the comments D- yeah dame's cousin tweeted and said if you're a miami fan understand y'all had a better package far better this is a blazers front office thing I think he's just lying. I'm doing Larry David Cope. Right is this Cope? This is yeah, Cope. Yeah, this is Cope. Well, I look, did see some beautiful what, Cope. I mean, this is what, because Dame wanted them to keep all their good players, obviously. So they wanted, yeah. wanted to force the trade while the, only the shitty ones went out, which is why Tyler Hero was connected to everything. And also because he, they didn't want to give up Caleb Martin, who right. is someone that Dame wanted to play with. And 
those are they have very few guys who players that have real value. The picks were what the value in this trade was going to be. We discussed it last night. They didn't have to include Tyler Hero in this trade. They didn't have to include anyone but like Kyle Lowry, Caleb Martin, the prospects and picks. And they seemingly, I, I can imagine maybe taking a, a slightly worse package to be like, you're not going to dictate the terms of this deal. I'm going to dictate the terms of this deal. But you're not taking such a bad package that it is actively hurting your team. So I don't think Miami must have given like a crazy offer compared to this one. Oh, exa- exactly. But that's that's the whole thing is that like I'm not saying that I'm not saying the package is good, by the way. No, it, it was I'm not. All, it, I'm saying it's a bad it's a bad it's the worst star return we've seen, probably. The the Except moment, for the real one, which was his own thing. Right. The moment it became clear that the Suns were willing to for some reason, take on the Nurkic contract, which is something you two, by the way, from the get-go were like, okay, we they need to make Miami take the Nurkic yeah. contract. Like, you you were hounding that from the get-go to your credit. But, like, the moment that became clear, all the Heat had to do, all the Heat had to do was say, okay, we'll send Hero, we'll send JJJ, and, or, you know, Jaime Jaquez and Jovic, we'll send two firsts and a swap, and you'll be fine. And they they just wouldn't. They wouldn't commit all of those things. They're like, oh, we're going to send Tyler Harrow a couple picks and some filler. Sure. I, I'm sorry. I was laughing at this is a great sentence I'm about to say. Piss just commented and said, <laughs> a second Dame cousin has hit the Blazers. <laughs> <laughs> Got out the Kelgin Blevins, the worst NBA player in history, who was only uh... because he was... <laughs> Second, he was Dave's cousin, but yeah, oh, uh, a little bit of a monkey's paw for sure for me because I, in all my all my power, because this podcast is so powerful and uh, my Twitter presence is so powerful that I have been using all of my propaganda to not get Dame to the Miami Heat, and he ends up on probably the only scenario that's worse for the Sixers. Yeah, up with the, I, I still think if Miami's offer was hero picks, all that stuff, that Miami would have been better than Milwaukee is right now. But the, just because I think they would have been able to maintain some depth and had an insane best three players. But also Giannis and Dame is now the best duo in the Eastern Conference and maybe in the NBA. Like they, they tried to offer less for Dame than they offered for freaking uh bradley beal like the, the yeah. disgust like literally they tried to offer less for dame because dame said i only want to play with miami and it bit them it's it's snake bit them that it's 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 snake bit us all it also like again as we said like joe cronin loaded up a, a trebuchet full of dog shit and aimed it at pat riley's house because now the Giannis sweepstakes is gone yeah the honest sweepstakes is out the window. They really did kill two birds with one stone. And also another wrinkle in this is if you're the Phoenix Suns and you're a contender, how are you aiding another contender? <laughs> to, like, I know it's on the other side of the conference. So you're or the, uh, the other conference. So you're just not too worried. Look, you're like, the Suns love helping the Bucks get Mickey Mouse titles. There, there we go. go. There, it there it is. Well, <laughs> might've might done it again here. 
I guess they figured we uh, were we're just we would make this deal individually for some reason, and the only involvement from the Bucks is Grayson Allen's inclusion, so it doesn't really make a difference to them. But I kind of look at it as I'm certainly not trying to help a team that is potentially facing me in the NBA Finals get Damian Lillard when their other options are possibly an aging out, just keeping an aging out Drew Holiday and losing Giannis in a year or two. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, but the, I, I guess they were like, we're going to, we would do this deal separately sure. for some reason. And, and we're not going to worry about a team that's in the other conference. M- Matt Ishbia Bosnia business interests does not return anything, but um, I'm going to keep digging on this to see what, what happened there with. Uh, you got to remember Bosnia yeah. and Nagova. You have to search the whole yeah. thing. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So I'll can't, can't forget that. out the second part, you know, yeah. uh, also, Dame's other cousin, or Dame's other cousin, not Kelgin Blevins, Brooke, Brookfield Deuce, <laughs> our guy. They have mm-hmm. such great names in that family. But he he just tweeted and said Toronto had a better package too. To be fair, if they, you- they did have a better package because because the fucking Masai offered Scotty Barnes and OG. Well, so, no, no, and no, no. Just, he wouldn't dangle OG. He wouldn't dangle OG. No, he but the th- but he did. He he did and then he just said no. Yeah. Hyken, he was like, what are you talking about? I didn't Sean Hyken, who's a Blazers reporter, said today, Masai is like the guy in your fantasy league that will send you five trade offers in a day, and then before you can respond, he'll cancel all of them. So from what we heard, OG and Barnes were offered for Dame and they I don't know what, what they were getting back uh in the trade Toronto. I'm assuming it was Dame and stuff, maybe, but from what I heard, those two were both offered, and then Masai just canceled the deal at the last second. And I don't believe any of the reports that the Raptors weren't actually involved in like a serious capacity. I do think that they were going to. I also don't think Dame wanted to go to Toronto, and I think that this was maybe the middle ground where it's like, okay, well, we, we don't make Dame too mad at us because we're sending him to play with fucking Giannis. Yeah, I got to be I got to be honest, all this talk about like oh like Portland doesn't reward loyalty, all this other stuff. I got to be honest, I think if Dame thought for a second that getting to play with Giannis was a realistic expectation, like yeah. he would have had the Bucks as one On of his, his list. teams, yeah, right? For sure. But like he's like, "Oh no, the only team that can get me that I want to play with somebody is like Jimmy and Bam in Miami." Like Dame's got to be like I'm thrilled about this. Like you exactly. traded me to a clear title, like, uh, <laughs> like favorite. Honestly, yep. it's uh-huh. I like I I'm not trying to do this as a bit. Like, legitimately, I think Dame's probably very happy with shot with uh uh with Cronin right now with Joe Cronin. I mean, I would imagine he's been talking about wanting to play with Giannis for years. Go back and look at his tweets from 2021, 2022, when there was all this smoke around a potential Dame trade. The guy that he always said he wanted to play with was Giannis. He gets to play with Giannis now. The MVP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, like, come on. Like, every guy says that about the the MVP of the league. Like, No, he wasn't the MVP at the time. This was off the them winning a title. What? Wait, yes, 2021? he was. Then. He was Jokic won in twenty twenty one. Yeah, so he he. But he was he the MVP was, the two years before that, though. He, sure, he, he but, was the yeah. MVP the year before the the title run. It, he has publicly said of, before he wants to play with Giannis more than any other player. Is what I'm trying to say, and that is something through all of this, and that is something that I think, like I said, like. The Bucks didn't lose depth really in this trade. They lost two rotation players. 
and they repl- they they put Dame in here. Now the rest of their depth chart isn't great, but it wasn't going to be good anyway. Like. I think that their pathway to a title was always being top heavy. And this just makes them more top heavy, but much better at the top. Like you have your starting lineup is what is going to be what Dame. I don't even know. Middleton at the two, I guess, or Middleton, Dame Middleton. Who's going to start at the three for them? Pat Connaughton. It doesn't Maybe? matter. Uh, yeah. And, 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 yeah. Like a, a, uh, a stuffed animal. Yeah, a a a, uh, a a fan, a different fan every week. Yeah, okay. uh, so, uh, oh, I they have like, they have they also have Malik Beasley in the regular season, so he could start some too. They have the young guy too. What, what was it, Marjan Beauchamp? He yeah, Marjan might might be, but he was probably already going to be in the rotation. I would imagine of all those players, Pat Connaughton's the best NBA player right now in terms yes. of yeah. yeah. And then you could have Beasley, Beauchamp, all those guys coming off the bench. Bobby Portis is still on the team. They still have him. Like they gave up very little in yeah. terms of like right now assets. Yeah. Like, they gave up two picks. One pick isn't even guaranteed. It's a swap. They gave yeah. up that one pick in 2029. That's I think they the gave real up two swaps. I think they gave up a 28 and a 30 swap and a 29 okay. pick. But okay. like, yeah, like it, one it, guaranteed pick, and it just doesn't matter because yeah. you just you guess what? If you didn't do this, Giannis was had one foot out the door and now it just doesn't matter. You've yeah. just pushed your chips in and credibly speaking, probably made your team as a fit a lot better overall too. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, you're right. It's the 2028 and 2023 um, Phoenix gets those four guys we talked about. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God. I How did we leave out Tumani Kama, uh, Kamara being invo- involved in the deal? Dread, I can't believe you missed that. I know. I, 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 I'm I slipping on this one. <laughs> my, my boy, Tumani. That's got to be a Parm favorite. I got to ask Parm <laughs> if he loves Tumani. I, I think that uh, Daniel uh, Sohn also loves Tumani Kamara. Just um, I, I want to address in the comments. I've seen a couple of people to ask because they were at work. Like, will this be on the Patreon because I missed the first 40 minutes? I have a, I have a response to this. The casuals won't be addressed, but <laughs> but the Unoball fans and the city of Slop ta- uh, to- Tokyo will uh, that I love in truth will be addressed truthfully. Stay tuned. Excited for my next chapter. Uh, Patreon. Yes, so, this will be you on the, in the word Tokyo in there for some reason. Yeah, Slop Tokyo. Swap Tokyo. Slop Tokyo. It's like he's Neo got. Jap- he always has Japan on the mind. Yeah. Are you a weird, Sam? Is that what we are learning? Sam is a pervert. <laughs> I, I gesture at my kingdom. I bring my nephews up here and let them look at all of my uh, tales of games uh, all the time. So I, uh, but, but, uh, you know, I got to say that Dame, that was a very cryptic message for Dame to just tweet out. Like he didn't do like the, the stock answer. Like it's very funny to address the casuals before you address your fans, either that you're leaving or greeting. So, By the way, Portland, I love you. Also to the casuals. Jonathan, yeah, exactly. Jonathan's correct. It's a wide receiver ass tweet. You know, it Dave really is, is a yes. wide receiver. Yes. Dave is the most wide receiver. The casuals speak kindly <laughs> and hold a knife. knife. Yeah, I was going to say, Joe Cronin, he was speaking kindly and he did hold the knife. So I don't, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if I, because. I think Dave should be thrilled about that. I mean, I guess like lifestyle wise, it's not. But if he actually wants to win, this is 
he's he wasn't going to do better than this. This is yeah. about as good as it gets. So, um, and is Milwaukee a worse city to live in than Portland? Yes. Yes. I like Milwaukee. I think so. I've never been. I actually can't say. I'm just they got really I'm, good cheese. Yeah. You're 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 less likely to die than you are in Miami, especially these days. Like Dame will be able to buy insurance for his house now. That should True. be a good that's thing. A good like, point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I mean that's the other thing. That's the hidden cost. No state tax in Florida, but your insurance is eight million dollars <laughs> for your house. So I don't know. Yeah. It's gonna so, be uh it's it's gonna be something else. I don't know. This is just this is very interesting because I wonder if this kicks up a little mini slop session before media day. Like, I think it are, has to. Yeah, like are we are are we going to get Zach Levine stuff? Are we going to get James Harden stuff? Are we going to get Drew Holiday stuff? We're like, definitely going to get Drew Holiday because Woj's tweets make it sound like Portland's going to trade drew in the next week they might not even finalize this deal right they might so they can open. expand it and and find a, a fourth team to get involved so that they can take on drew holiday because i think that like it, it drew, drew just first off we talked about it all off season them getting another guard doesn't make any sense them getting a 33 year old guard certainly doesn't make any sense in portland they'll probably try to get the best whatever first round pick and contract expiring contract or like prospects or whatever they can get back for drew and go from there. Uh, I, I think that the people have brought up Miami as a potential place, but like, are they going to be so mad at Joe Cronin that they don't even engage in a conversation for a guy like drew, even though they could send Kyle Lowry in like a first and a swap for drew. And that would be, that would certainly make the heat a much better team. Like drew, you would, you would have, Drew, Jimmy, Bam, and then all of your young guys and some picks left in case you wanted to make another move down the line. Like, I don't know if it's the worst thing in the world, but also, if you are Miami, do you just try to wait and see if the Donovan Mitchell situation falls apart in Cleveland? Because that was one of the three teams that was on Mitchell's list when he got traded from Utah, was Miami. And he has the connection with Wade. He's friends with Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think if Levine is a legitimate option, you go after Levine. It sounds like they're going to go after Drew. I actually don't love that for them. Like, I think that in order, I would rank getting Levine as being kind of their optimal strategy if it's there. But otherwise, yeah, I think you wait for and see if you can scoop the nets for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I see people saying Harden to the Heat, but I just I don't think they're gonna. Maury's not gonna do that. Maury's not gonna trade. Maury doesn't care. He he definitely cares a lot about maximizing value in trades, but I don't think he cares to the point where he would make my if he thought that would make Miami a much better team. I don't think he'd do it. And honestly, it probably would, considering what Miami would be sending out. Um, so Fresno barber shop called Phase Two a few months ago. Giannis Antetokounmpo was asked by one uh, asked of one of the players he would like to play with. His response: Damian Lillard. Thank you, Chris Haynes. I mean, yeah, he's certainly been like I said. Giannis probably recruited him. Giannis probably said, yeah. "Look, we can we, if we can come up with a deal." This is not a bad fallback option for you if they're not willing to deal with Miami and Miami isn't being serious. Yeah, actually, Chris Haynes is going to be pissed he can't move to Miami now. 
That was the, oh, that was no. the plan. Oh, was again, saving him from himself. He was going to get swallowed by the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely possible. Yeah. Thank God. Now, now Mark Haynes or uh, Mark Stein and Chris Haynes podcast will live on forever. Mm-hmm. I was really worried about that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Don't even recognize that. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, it, maybe I'm being reactionary, but this feels like a trade that I only really love for the Bucks. Yeah. I don't really get it for Portland. Uh, we'll see what they can get for Drew. Uh, I hate it for the Suns. Uh, unless any of those guys turn into legit rotation pieces for them and Nurk isn't fully washed, it makes literally zero sense to me. And uh, the Bucks just went from we're fucked to probably, if not along with Denver co-favorites, second in line. Yeah, I, I got to yeah. be honest. Like, it's to me, this is a slam dunk for the Bucks. I, I don't think it's terrible. What are you saying, Irvin Magic Johnson? I, Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. So hold on, I just want I just want to clear things up here. Magic Johnson said the the Phoenix Suns got a lot better at a much deeper roster with Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson. The Lakers are the best in the West, followed by Phoenix and Denver behind them. I just want to say that Magic Johnson and Kevin O'Connor agree on this that that, that it was a so great true. Game. That's so true. Oh, people have pointed out to me worst player GM of all time, Kevin Durant. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. He's got to be up there. He's got to be up there. I mean, I liked the Beal deal for them because their alternative was nothing. They had no other options. But to then do this deal on top of that, it feels like he has no idea what he's doing if he is involved in these moves. I think I think Durant doesn't understand the center position. I mean, think about this. Who, a big man in general, who was the first, who did they force the Nets to... DeAndre Jordan? Yeah. They, they forced they, the then, Nets to help. He, then apparently he wanted Paul Millsap over Isaiah Hartenstein. Yep. He traded Jaron Allen, uh, who, you know, look, Jared Allen maybe needed to be included, but it doesn't seem like Houston really wanted him in that no, trade. They could have, they could have easily done something else. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. There's definitely a lot of proof adding up here that KD doesn't care about that. A oh, huge move, huge move by the heat here. They have waived Caleb Daniels, Jamari Bouye, John Elmore, uh, check Diallo. No, they signed John Elmore and check Diallo. Oh, sorry. Apologies. And they, uh, they signed R.J. Hampton to a two-way contract. They, they then immediately waived Elmore and signed R.J. It's, it's an Exhibit 10. It's yep. a fake, yep. fake thing, so he can play in the G League for them. But, uh, yeah, actually, good point. The bright guy just put it out. Uh, R.J. Hampton will, will be a uh, rotation player for the Heat somehow now. So imagine you're Jimmy Butler. and you're Okay, we're going to let you cook in one second, Nihilus Bucks. I'm going to let you go off, Gregory. But... um. Imagine you were Jimmy Butler thinking all offseason you're going to be playing with Damian Lillard. And now your big offseason acquisition was Josh Richardson and Thomas Bryant. I would also whine to the league and be like, mm, you got to look into this tampering. They got to look into the tampering. Yeah, definitely, definitely a good move for the Heat to do that. I, I, I hope, you know, mm-hmm. I am a firm believer in the rule of law. I am a, you know, Robert Mueller. Please look into the tampering involved. <laughs> Robert. All right. Uh, NB. We have a Dread Krastenstein here on the line. Um, NB, how are you feeling, bud? 
I'm feeling fantastic, assuming my microphone is working. Yes, your microphone it is. is okay. Sorry, um, we'll let you fly. I, it, well, first of all, John Horst has done miracles on me. Uh, he, he, <laughs> he, he has turned Greg Monroe into, into fucking Damian Lillard. Explain that. He traded Greg Monroe for Eric Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe for Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday into David Lillard. And like 10 first round picks uh, on top five, of that. Five first and four seconds, <laughs> but we don't need to talk about that part. Certainly a nice tra- – I mean, we talk. We always talk about the Serge Ibaka trade, right? We talk about how Sam Presti turned Serge Ibaka into Shea Gildas-Alexander and seven first round picks. That's certainly not far behind it in terms of player upgrades. Greg Monroe and five firsts for – Damian Lillard eventually, and also Drew Holiday helped you guys win a title. So uh, not bad at all. It's very funny, NB, that at the beginning of this offseason, we did an entire podcast about how fucked the Bucks are and how they yep. have no moves to make. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I didn't think we would get the Raptors Kawhi spite trade. So, yes, that yeah. is probably the closest historical comparison. It was, yeah. we're not trading you to the Lakers Kawhi. We'll take DeMar DeRozan. Uh, the pick that became or Yaka Pertle and a first round pick. That's really the closest historical comparison we have to this trade. That was what I immediately thought of when I was like, who do we trade Dame to to really piss off the heat? Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, we just said it's two birds with one stone because now Giannis is definitely not going to be available in the next year or two. And you have the fact that they get Dame, the guy that the heat wanted. I I just haven't stopped thinking about Damian Lillard pick and rolls with Giannis, with Chris Middleton, Malik Beasley, and Brooke Lopez on the wings. I just haven't stopped thinking about it. What are you supposed to do? That's unstoppable. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. I also want to trade Bobby Portis expeditiously for any sort of perimeter defense. Does anyone have any offers for me? I was thinking. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that because the perimeter defense is certainly going to be the biggest weakness. Like, that that offense is going to be unstoppable, but against the Celtics you have of that, I guess Miami could too on, on the other end, but if you guys can somehow acquire perimeter defense, but it's like I said, perimeter defense is so easy to acquire. Like, yeah. every year we see sh- it's shooters and perimeter defense guys get moved at the deadline like every single year. Yeah, and then Ron they- Wagner Truth are mentioning Edmund Sumner, Sumner, which I would love is a 15th guy, but I'm pretty sure we're going to just sign campaign, which I'm also fine with because we need a backup point guard. But at this point, uh, I get you, you have so many ball handlers though with game, yeah. uh, Middleton, Giannis. Like, do you really need a campaign? I'd rather just pick up a defensive guy, to be honest. That, that too. I just, yeah, just, I figured he's available and he's probably the best player available. And da- dropping dimes twenty, our Lord and Savior said campaign was going to sign with the Bucks, so I have no choice but to believe him. Yeah, I mean that it sounded maybe they were waiting to see if this deal went through. They sent out two players, they got back one, yeah. and now they're going to sign campaign to take that spot. Wow. Yeah. No. I mean, the it, the Bucks have have done the hard part, and they've gotten. Are they the only team in the NBA with two top fifteen players? I mean, I, I guess you gotta. Is, is LeBron still a top fifteen player? No, because it's it would be the Lakers. <laughs> no, no. Does Anthony Davis count the theoretical concept of Anthony Davis? He actually. Uh, oh, the Sun, the Suns, the Suns, Suns do Sun. have Kevin Durant and, and Devin Booker. Sure. Well, 
we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Kevin Durant was certainly a top 15 player in the regular season last year. So Bucks Suns part two. Is this what I'm led to believe? I don't know. I think Jay Crowder I think, revenge series. <laughs> I think I think I think the big man will be. I still think the Nuggets have that. So here's here's what's funny is that um Bucks and Celtics games traditionally some of like um essentially NBA the worst basketball ever yeah Yeah. the worst (laughs) basketball ever is just gonna be these 120 possession games where everybody's shooting threes yeah very funny there's gonna be a lot of like you remove drew and smart from the equation and it becomes a very different yes exactly exactly so it's just gonna be like Everyone's just going to be like fucking hucking shit at the rim. It's going to be yeah. it's going to be gross. It's going to It's just going to be six of the Bucks uh, Celtics game 2 from 2022 series when you basically smoked us out of the gym. It'll just be seven games of that and whoever does it more wins. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say it's just going to be the well there's no there's no oh my God. now. Is is so. is is Joe Missoula ball having a moment? I don't think so. I think Joe Mazzulla ball. I think the Celtics built to beat the Miami. Heat hold on. And, and I just and, who, hold on. Hold on. When, when did it become Joe Mazzulla ball and not Daryl Morey ball who literally invented this thing that has now killed him seven different times. You have the bar bud ball. The, you uh, you yeah, can true. kill the man. You can't kill the idea. But that's what I'm saying is that Daryl Morey now went from killing his own team, the Houston Rockets with the Warriors using Morey ball and now he's in a conference where the two favorites are the Bucks and the Celtics, and his team is considerably far behind those teams and probably will be three-point heavy. I, I, I do have to say, this is how we accidentally end up with a Sixers title run. Like, this is, <laughs> this this is, is the funniest this is, outcome. Yes, yeah, that is, I always say, what would be the funniest thing to happen? You can usually bet on that. Well, like, last year, the Heat getting to the finals through. was definitely the funniest thing that could happen. Oh, yeah. Kevin's in chat. Kevin, trade me Alex Caruso for Bobby Portis back. You can have him back. Chicago <laughs> will love him. Um... <laughs> Uh, anyway, what I don't, what I feel like might be an underrated part of this because I haven't seen anyone besides Bucks fans talk about it is Terry Stotts is our assistant head coach, and I'm really wondering how much of that was tampering. <laughs> oh, this is why Jimmy Butler said it. <laughs> don't also, don't. Al- also, Andre. I feel like he was more hired to one be the offense guy, and two, Andre Griffin's never been a head coach before, so yeah, it's uh, probably but... part part of it. I didn't even realize Terry Stotts was an assistant. Oh, with... uh, Woj talked about it on his little weird little video thing, and I'm like, okay, so there definitely was some amount of tampering, but who cares? I mean, it's, if it's, it's a pl- trade, they can't yeah. file for tampering. Right. I was gonna I was gonna say player to player tampering is uh, completely allowed if Giannis was recruiting him. Obviously, Jimmy Butler was openly recruiting Dame to the Heat, and I, I don't know. <laughs> in federal. I do. <laughs> I was going to say uh I ha- this is very much the monkey's paw situation for me using all my power to stop Damian Lillard to heat only for him to end up with fucking Giannis on his team it's just unbelievable I'm about to go fi- I've never financially recover from the sports cards I'm about to purchase oh my god <laughs> I have to delete so many tweets I have so many Dame tweets yeah, yeah. Go I, I have so many sports. tweets I think my favorite is probably like uh, this uh, Dame William Lillard's rapping during the All Star Game is basically like a Make a Wish kid on a football field. <laughs> you do have look. Hey, it was pointed out to me in the chat that Giannis's non basketball playing brother is a rapper. 
So, you know. Yes, Francis. Yep. Yep. So, when are we I, getting Dame I didn't Dollar realize feet? he had a non-basketball playing brother. Yeah. When are we getting Dame Dollar featuring Francis Atetokounmpo? <laughs> Uh, I am the number one Dame Dalla fan, Lincoln. I've listened to all of his albums in the last uh, hour. Um, well, look, Dame, I mean. They're all good. They're we, actually really good. Uh, you guys just don't respect his rapping ability enough. I heard Pitchfork's going to give it best new music now that he's been traded to play with the Bugs. Oh, my God, dude. I, I, oh, I'm The guy who made the Goop on your Grinch tweet um, <laughs> was, a, was a Bucks, is a Bucks fan. So. Oh, wow. He's so pumped right now. Yeah, I was going to say. So this is uh, Dame Dollar Sign exploring minds and bodies with his new uh, SoundCloud album. Uh, when did Dame change his name to King Run. Pussy Eater? <laughs> yeah, King Pussy Eater, yeah. That was the tweet for anyone yeah. who didn't know. That's not anyone me. who's not up on their 2017 uh, bang tweet yeah. banger. So. Exactly, exactly. Oh, my God. Have um, we talked about where the Blazers are? Sh- yeah. Uh, there it is. There it is. There it is. I have plenty. I've got some receipts for uh, – <laughs> I have plenty. If anyone who's listening, we're, we're digging up Giannis or Giannis's uh, <laughs> NB's old tweets. I can bring some in, too, if we want. But it's like stuff like, yeah, I definitely have said Chris is better than Dame uh, multiple times. I was It's Poison Fan Brain. And what do you want me to do? <laughs> I was um, like, I remember having this argument with you yeah. not At too long you... ago, not too long ago. And now so... I have to completely flip, and I'm not giving any explanation. Well, for at it. least you don't have to. At least you never said Drew is better than Dame. Yeah. I don't think I did. Also, I was openly wanting Dame because I didn't want to see another Drew Holiday doo doo ass playoff game in my fucking eyeballs. This is again. what I've been trying to tell people: the Drew, the Drew Holiday industrial complex trick, y'all. Bill Simmons trick, y'all. Everyone <laughs> is acting like this is a big downgrade. I'm like, Drew shoots three for twenty six in any game that matters. Who cares if you're if you're the Bucks? This is an absolute Dame was holding CJ back. That's a good one. I gotta say. Yeah, I have right. so many. I like. I have shit on Dame so much. It's so funny. Like, uh-huh. you could keep going. Just search Dame. Search Dame. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, right, we got. That it, was from July twenty fifth. That was in the middle of the finals. Let me have this. It was Drew greater than Dame for anyone who's listening. So there, there's plenty if you guys wanna I'm wanna. Cook, that, one right uh, that was yeah, literally yeah. in the final. Yeah. <laughs> so, so last few things here. Uh, Dan Gadzurik Enjoyer in the comments said the next Dame album will feature Bon Iver, uh, because he is famously from Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm very excited to hear that auto-tune. Drew Holiday, I think, finished with the lower true shooting percentage than Eric Bledsoe for the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs. Amazing. He shot. I pulled up his splits earlier, NB. He shot 39-30-75 for the Bucks in the playoffs. The Bucks have a real chance to become the nepotism team now if they bring the cousin back. If they bring, they bring all the cousins. cousins back, they get all of Giannis's brothers. Um, you know, they could get. We um, have three of the four of them. We just need Costas to come over from France again. Trade for AJ Griffin. Um, get 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 the coach's son uh, on the team. Like you could. There's there's all kinds of nepotism wow. options. Yeah, yeah. Bucks, Kelgin, so. Kelgin Blevins two way win. Um, yeah. So, so what's the funniest possible finals outcome now? Like what 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 is it? Is it is it I mean there's it... fun there's certainly funny outcomes like Rockets said... Hornets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that this would be yeah. I was going to say uh re- of realistic ones, not somewhat realistic. The Sixers or the Heat getting to the finals after all this would be pretty yeah, funny. Exa- exactly. Um the, the Celtics losing to the Warriors again would be pretty funny. 
I gotta admit. No, I don't think Warriors winning again would be funny though. I think. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of funny outcomes like the uh, Blazers somehow making it to the finals. Yeah, see, that's unrealistic. Exactly. I'm trying to think of sure. uh, uh, the the Mavericks. It's the Sixers maybe? winning. I think it's yeah. It's the Sixers winning. Like it'd be the Sixers oh, the shittiest team in a while. Going to the finals and beating the Nuggets. Everyone hating each other, and they just yeah. yeah. No, it beat like beating Jokic after everyone sucked him off for years straight. Would yeah, be that very would be funny. funny. Like that, that would be very funny. But yeah, now those... I, I haven't yeah. made my pick yet, but I'm certainly leaning towards Nuggets Bucks now. It feels pretty obvious to me. But that feels yeah. like the narrative writing itself, doesn't it? It feels yeah. like. The two quote quote small market teams with their superstars playing in the finals against each other. Well, yeah, and they've won what four of the last five MVPs and Finals yeah. MVP each. They basically have the same resume right now. If you're to yeah, lay it's it kind out. of insane. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So now that would be kind of the rubber match for the uh, first take uh, arguments. Um, but I, I, and, and last thing. Um, okay, if there's anything in that Keith Pompey article. Read it. I can't read it because it's on Philadelphia Inquirer and they charge now. I can't read anything on there. If there's anything worthwhile in the Keith article about the Sixers getting back, Drew, uh, getting back, I can't believe 10 years later, here we are, uh, then let me know. I don't think there's anything. I haven't heard anything from anyone. Uh, Kyle, like we said, Kyle reported earlier that they could possibly get him. But um, but yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Dana. I just realized something. You know how I know this was a spike trade? Bucks didn't have to trade Marjan or any sort of theoretical young asset they had. That it's like, hey, we're Portland. We want the flyer. Sure. If you're trading, we're trading you, Dame. You, we're, you're giving us all Hold of on. your lottery tickets. We didn't Portland traded more young players than they yes. got. Yeah, <laughs> Portland <laughs> traded Nas Little and Keon Johnson, and they got literally just DeAndre Ayton. If you're talking about and. Tumani Kamara, sure, but like, he's like a two-way guy. Like Marshawn, Andre Jackson Jr., like Chris Livingston. I doubt any of these guys are anything, but you should at least be like, we're going to see. You're going to give them to us. You're giving. You're getting Dame. Yeah, but, it makes it makes no sense. You're totally right. That that is what is why you the Heat fans might have some credibility when it comes to this because they couldn't even get like Andre Jackson or Marshawn Bochip or someone well, offer offer all your shit then. Like, sorry, like, this yeah. is the thing that I always drives me crazy. It's like, oh, but our deal was better. And it's like, okay, well, that's not how the league works. Like, I'm sorry if they like saying all of this, this is this is what I always talk about when I talk about like Danny Ainge and why I didn't like the Sam Presti idea, because when you have more stuff mm-hmm. and you're like saying, we're not going to give you some of this stuff we have that like that pisses teams off. People don't want to trade with you. Like, they don't like care about like the optic. Like Joe Cronin didn't care about like he's like, all right, well, if I'm losing this trade anyway, fuck you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing this. So like you know, I don't know. I I just really think that this right, is something to be is one of our to- teams that benefited from a spite trade and not Nihilus Bucks team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So I the, say- the poor Boston Celtics haven't got caught a break in a long time. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Keith Pompey basically provided nothing in that article. He just laid out what we've been saying, which is Harden could get traded for Drew in some capacity. Maybe Harden gets sent to the Clippers, stuff gets sent to the Blazers, the Sixers get Drew, sure. But why wouldn't theory, the Clippers just trade for Drew? That's what we were talking about, okay. but I think, it, I think the reason why they wouldn't trade for Drew is because uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard want to play with Harden, and more importantly... 
what has been their whole thing this whole time? I actually agree. I actually think if you're committed to keeping Russ, like Rob Flom said, it makes it might make more sense to trade for Drew than it does to trade for Harden. But I also think that these guys, they're so set on the idea of getting a high-level elite playmaker, and Harden's just a much better playmaker than Drew. But he's also not the headache that Harden is, and he's also going to help your defense. Like, I don't know. I personally agree with you. Like, I think that they should be trying to go for Drew probably. I think Harden is, it might even be a bit redundant on that team, but they won Harden. Like that's, it's not, it's not trading for Dame versus trading for Harden. It's trading for Drew versus trading for Harden. So that's, that's the only scenario I could think of. Like before I was like, why would the Sixers get Dame when the Clippers could just get Dame? If, because we both have no assets to go acquire him, but uh, but then again, you guys have no fucking assets and you got Dame anyway. So. We have even less now. So. <laughs> you don't have anything left. Basically. Yeah. Uh, wait, can you guys aggregate salary or are you too far into the tax? We are over the second apron. Okay, yeah, you can't. So you yeah. can't even aggregate. It has to be Bobby Portis. Bobby contract. Portis for Alex Caruso. Is it written in stone? It shall be done. In, in Please. You have to understand that if that happens, Kevin will hunt you down yeah. for sport. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll live with it. All right. Um, so last thing I want to say here, Damian Lillard's Milwaukee debut is Thursday, October 26th <laughs> against the Philadelphia 76ers. If anyone wants to meet me at the Walt Whitman Bridge, we will be jumping off in unison. <laughs> I was gonna say this is oh, this is right after right after um, the chat said Celtics fans should all be shot in the face with a five fire reaction. Uh, sorry, six fire reaction. Uh, nine laughing emojis. And by the way, he's right, folks. Uh, he is also gone for Lakers right. band and thinks the bottom twenty teams exist to give me good players. Well, they do for me. Yeah, I was sorry. gonna say. <laughs> hold on. Uh, the Bucks, in, Bucks, yeah. The Bucks in now what? Uh, twice in three or four seasons have acquired two better players for not much. I mean, yeah, I Drew say. trade was at least fair value, but this is insane. We so overpaid for Drew, gonna... so this is water okay. finding its level. That, that's the that's angle. Lakers that's the angle. I hate with these <laughs> fucking these fucking big market teams that are always the number one seed bully these small market eight seeds like Miami that can never get their guys <laughs> and they just swoop in and steal their players. That's bullshit, man. These poor small market teams like my, like the Miami heat. <laughs> Sad. Oh. I will right. say like probably uh, the, the, the odds for the title odds for the Celtics just went way down. I should be sad about this. I gotta, um, I gotta be honest. Rest the shot in Freud is worth it. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I don't care. The Miami Heat fans are uh, rest in piss, bozos. Yeah, they're threatening Pat Riley on. The yeah, line. I was gonna say. Yeah, they're they're death threatening an old man who is like literally in his mind palace right now in a 1930s convertible, getting an over the pants HJ, <laughs> like, like like as we speak. So, shout out Lauren Bobber. He's Lauren. I was about to say he's Lorena Barbeting. Yeah, Lorena Bobbitting. I don't know if he's doing that. Got that. Got that. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's it. It's Jover. Um, congrats mm-hmm. to NB. Congrats to the entire Bucks fan base. I don't know what the Suns and Blazers are doing, but here we are. And the Miami Heat are in piss and shit. 
as are prob- a lot of other teams. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, as are most of the East, but welcome welcome to the septic tank. Yeah. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, like this, because I'm going to post it to YouTube later. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for joining me. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot more slot to talk about <laughs> wait, soon. Wait. So we'll be back. La- last thing, Russell, with one last big one. Lillard got <laughs> traded for one th- one-fifth of Gobert. <laughs> Call that a, a, Lorena, a Lorena Gobert. Oh, yeah. there we go. Jesus. Oh, God. I, and also, just real quick, did you guys talk about Jeremy Grant getting that insane contract that is now just there? Well, they're probably going to trade it's him not a deadline. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, I looked it up because I remember it being really bad too, and be, but then I looked at it. It's like $33 million. It's actually not that bad. All right. Like so instead of trading for uh, Drew Holiday, the Sixers are going to get Jeremy Grant back? Yeah, sure. From Tobias? Yeah, yeah. 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 Tobias, yeah, Tobias that, yeah. and Drew both coming home to Philly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Restart the process. End my life. Get it over with. All right. Take care. Subscribe to You Know Birds. Bye. Bye